So the big question is this. How do most agents who don't have access to the secrets that the top agents hoard to themselves grow and prosper in today's real estate environment? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Pat Hyben, and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. All right, Rockstars, listen, I had a little issue last week. iTunes, Apple iTunes removed this podcast for three days. It was an absolute disaster. I had sleepless nights. I mean, it was crazy because I had put some extra words after real estate rock stars. I put the word selling, sales, you know, trying to think that they would help with search engine optimization. I was actually given advice to do that. And they took it down without notice because they said I, they don't, they frown on that or they don't allow that. So now it's just real estate rock stars with Pat Hyben, which was fine and it's fixed. But what happened was the only people that were able to listen to Wednesdays and Fridays episodes either did it on Stitcher Radio, right, on their non-iPhone, on their smartphone, right, on their Android, whatever, or on a computer, or were subscribed. So if you were a subscriber on iTunes, you were able to get that Friday and Wednesday's episode, but if you weren't a subscriber, you couldn't hear it. Now, I don't plan on that happening again. But my point is that the subscribers benefited. And so if you have not hit the subscribe button, please, please subscribe to this podcast just in case any shenanigans happen like that again. You know, you're guaranteed to get every single episode. Thanks, guys. All right, Rockstar Nation, we have a great returning guest. Uh, Linda Libertori has been on the show twice. And and here's the thing, guys. We kind of jumped around in the past two episodes of like what she really does on a deep level. And I and I really think the time has come to kind of dig to dig deep into it because she's growing and uh Things are really happening and, and they're proving themselves in this industry. Uh, and I see this as potentially having a merge effect into real estate sales and it's going to uh, translate. You're going to see more and more of this in the real estate sales. But the first time she came on was way back episode 432 and we talked about all kinds of disruptive technologies that were affecting uh, rentals, which there's a ton. And then, and then she came back, episode 551, we talked about millennials, right? And how to sell houses to millennials and how to work with millennials. And so we're going to today just talk about, or not just, but focus on, you know, a disruptive technologies and in, in, in the way that property management and, and rentals and investing is being disrupted today and uh, how it affects real estate agents and, and how that may affect the real estate agent sales in the future, how it may uh, turn into that. So anyways, I'm, I'm excited about this. So without further ado, Linda, welcome back to Real Estate Rockstars. 
Oh, welcome. I'm so glad. I'm so honored to be here. It's always good to speak to your audience, and we always like to watch what's disruptive and what's changing. You know, Pat, what I say is the last five years, if you think there was a lot of change, like, hold on your hat for the next five, right? It, it's happening, and it's quick. So you brought your team with you today, I see. I do. I want to introduce, I brought Megan, the part of the Libby team is kind of our little avatar. And that's Siobhan, who's also part of the Libby team. All right. So why don't you tell everybody what the Libby team is and what you guys do and what Shakur Pay does, blah, blah, blah. Well, I'm going to let one of them jump in. How's All that? Right, let's and do it. <laughs> Put them on the spot. Okay, I'll put them on the spot. So Libby is kind of an avatar for our team. We work with landlords. So it's Libby the Landlord Helper. Um, and we do daily videos. Um, so a tip every single day um, on social media for our landlords or any landlords out there um, who are kind of doing it yourself. And we have a daily uh, video tip for them. Um, and now we're rolling out, actually in 2019, we're rolling out classes. So um, obviously we have a lot of clients who have their own properties and that we've been helping to manage. And now for those do-it-yourself landlords that want to still be in control and do it themselves, but really aren't sure what direction to go in and how to, you know, keep growing their business. Um, we have classes that are helping them so that they can grow their portfolio um, and keep growing their business. That's awesome. And, and so guys, let me, let me just cut to the chase with this. And then these guys are doing a lot of things, but, the, the, the one thing that I find fascinating is this. So typically uh, a rental property, and, and I can speak from experience, currently I have 12 rental properties that are, that are just single family homes, not to mention my apartments and things like that, but which, which are different. But the single families, right, the rentals that I have are all managed by a property manager. Now, typically the property management commission for a month monthly lease, not a vacation rental is, you know, roughly eight to 10%, right? So if you've got a place that's $2,000, you're paying $200 a month rent. What Libby, I'm going to call you Libby, <laughs> that's funny. I'm going to call you Libby. Uh, so what Libby has done is she has taken that model and said, hey guys, you can do this remotely and it can be done for anywhere from fifty to seventy-five dollars a month, flat fee, regardless of the rent. Now, here's the thing: I got a couple of college rentals that get uh, five grand a month, right, from one house, and it's certainly not unheard of. Uh, and uh, so, if I compared that to fifty or seventy-five dollars, and a ten percent of that is five hundred dollars, that's a big difference, right? That's not, that's like 85 to 90%. So guys, why don't you kind of address that? Like, let's say I'm a person in South Carolina. I've got some rental properties in Maryland. How would your company manage that for me and save me money? And, and what technologies would replace the property manager? Well, what we're going to do is assist you on the back end, Pat. So we become, I'll call it the virtual property manager. So we become the point of contact to those tenants. And then we're going to get you in the software of one of the, you know, I'll call it the leading softwares, whether it be our own or based on the size of your portfolio, some people already have them. And we're going to be doing all that data entry. We're going to be on top of those lease renewals. So as you know, Pat, one of the things we talked about is everything's electronic and in your tenants, 
basically, uh, you know, one, one of the, I did a presentation last night, you know, Generation Z is out of the gate, and they're certainly in your places if you're right by the college town, and they only know digital. So that's 1995 and after. So like everybody listening has to embrace the fact that these are people that if you ask them to print that lease, fill it in, scan it, and give it back, they're not accustomed to that. They were all right. about digital. You know? If you ask them to write a check, they'll have three heads. Yeah, you're definitely not getting paid if you ask for a check. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So, okay, so, so let's talk about specifics then. Like, so I pay, let's just pretend, right, that I take a house and I give you that house. And I say, okay, I'm going to have you management for 50 bucks. What do you do? And I don't know. Do you want to start with literally our name is on the lease. We're yeah, that's right, it. Right. So um, typically when our uh, clients come to us, they already have their tenant in place. Um, so we take over all communications from there. Like they said, our name and contact information is on the lease. The lease gets sent from us to be electronically signed by their tenant. And then they are entered into our software. We send out uh, welcome information on um, where they're going to pay, who they're going to call for maintenance. And um, like Linda said previously, we do work with whoever their boots on the ground, maintenance man, whoever is. So since we're not actually on site, we facilitate communications with that person on, you know, move in, get the keys, walk through, all of those things. Okay, so to get this straight, so what would happen is I'm in Folly Beach, South Carolina. My house is in College Park, Maryland. I would then find, okay, my handyman, right, whoever I'm using to do handiwork, right, I would then pay them an hourly fee or whatever. I'll say, Frank, you know, um, I'm going to give you 50 bucks to meet the tenants at the house and hand them the keys, and that's how I would handle that one-time service, fee-for-service, called handling, handing the keys. I mean, heck, I could even leave the keys. At, I could even FedEx one of them. <laughs> that doesn't even have to happen, right? I mean, like, like that doesn't even have to happen. That's not even really a part of property management, if you think about it. I mean, Especially you know, like, we were saying, like we were saying in this with this new generation, I mean, they wouldn't be surprised if you sent them the keys and they never met any of you in person. A digital door, you know, the lockbox, whatever it is, it wouldn't even, you know, it wouldn't even shock them that they're not meeting anyone in person because that kind of, we're going into a new era. Okay, so let's talk about that. So as a landlord, do you recommend I change all my doors to digital doors? We like them. Um, they, they're getting used a lot. And I'd say one of the big advantages is, and even as the real estate agents, when you think about it, those codes can be changed to, let's say, you know, one set of codes for the contractor team, yeah. one set of codes for the showings, and, and one set of codes, you know, final code for the actual occupant. So not only do you get a, a code and a box, but now you've got codes that are matching up to just who's going in and out. Now, who do, have, and, and where do I buy those? Oh, boy. I, I don't know the actual places. I can get that to you. For yeah, you get them online, right? You just yeah, go, yeah, yeah absolutely. So, and, so, so, and a lot of people would say, oh, you know, that's dangerous because then what if someone gets the code? Well, shit, what if somebody drops the key, right? Yeah, I mean, right, what if, right. you know, it's the same thing. So... And if they're scared, you could, cha you could change it for them, right? Like you guys could change. I could change a digital door from Folly Beach. Right. Exactly. Park, Maryland, right? 
And, and Pat, what we see is some of the best in class coming out too, is specifically to accommodate um, those kind of fears, I'll say. Um, they're, they're adding the digital cameras that you know are just, they're in homes now, right? They're, they've got the front door, so not only do you have the code that said it was a contractor, you've got the picture of who just went in your front door. And the reason you're seeing more and more is, as with any other technology, price entry points have really come down to have those type of systems. Everybody, at one time, not everybody had a security system. Now they're not only necessarily security, but they're recording who's coming and going from that property, you know. Brokers and team leaders, are you tired of seeing dwindling numbers at your monthly sales meetings? And I don't mean numbers as far as sales, I mean numbers as far as agents attending. Do you struggle with creating new and exciting content that will not only motivate your agents, but deliver actual results to them? Do you want your agents using proven sales techniques that increase their commissions? We've got the answer for you. Rebus University is launching a Lunch and Learn series you can purchase to provide structure and content to your meetings. The series has 12 30-minute trainings taught by me and top producers from around the world and specifically is designed to increase production for your agents. Plus, when you purchase these trainings, you will also receive significant discounts for the go-getters on your team or in your office who want more training and bigger results. So don't delay. Go to hybendigital.com backslash teams. That's hybendigital.com backslash teams or call Katherine Brower today at 843-749-9900. That's 843-749-9900. And get started with your Rebus University Lunch and Learn. So people out there listening, okay, you're taking a, you're taking, if, and, and if I take this, you know, so let's say, let's say I'm just going to use a, $1,500 a month example, right? So I get in $1,500 a month, 10% of that's a buck 50. You're going to charge a third of that, right? $50 maybe, or a half to a third of that. So you're dropping it significantly. It's a flat fee. So people are out there thinking, okay, so what shoe has to drop, right? What am I missing here? You know, that's sometimes the fear. I would say that I would consider us like they would, they may say, oh, they're not costly enough for this service, but we're a piece of the service. We're for people that are trying to grow and they want to be involved. Their biggest complaint with full service is that they don't know what's going on. Nobody ever tells them until they get the invoice that says all these things went wrong. In our case, they're kind of part of that workflow process. Um, our clients come to us, they may have 10, like you just described, but generally their goal is to have 30 or 40 or 50. And they're more on the, I'll call it controlling side. So they want to take the take advantage of these technologies, take advantage of our team as a, and I'm going to call it as a very high price if you compare it to outsourcing to the Philippines, a virtual assistant, it, then, then you would see that 
you know, we have, let's say, trained, qualified staff. We're not just coming in to do one task and we're done, right? It's just two different business models. So that, that whole thing is interesting, right? So what other technologies are there out there that um, a landlord could use today that are maybe new that help fill the gap between that $50 and that $150 or, or even more than that, you know? Well, we're pushing the disruptive technologies. Yeah. I'll let them throw a couple out that we're seeing. We're, you know, kind of training yeah. them on using, like, from a marketing perspective. Yeah, so um, for YouTube, I, it's obviously one that everyone's super familiar with, but there's so many ways to utilize it that people aren't really thinking about. From lease signing, um, you use YouTube, you're having a video that you're making that is telling you exactly what you need to be doing, um, a welcome video. Um, you have this whole channel set up where all of your tenants can access this. So the same thing is being said to every single tenant that's signing your lease. They're getting the exact same, you know, fair housing laws. They're hearing the exact same thing. The lease that they're signing is being explained. It's a quick video. You make it once and then you can use it over and over again. And like we mentioned, when you're not there, if you're not seeing that person, you know, face to face, that's great because you're using that same video and it's still that feel I'm talking or I'm listening to somebody but it's all already pre-recorded. So you have them welcome letters, you have the maintenance stuff, how to change a filter. Right. All on video now. Do you guys provide those videos? Or if I was the landlord, would I have to sit down in front of a camera and read a bunch of scripts into the lens? We could do it. It wouldn't be included in the $50. Come on, Pat. <laughs> but you guys will do that for, yeah, for, yeah, for, yeah, for a fee. Right. Yeah. Okay. But then you have them. You just they need to be done once, and then you use them for right. moving. So, it's right. so certainly, if I was a landlord and, and and I wanted no one to ever know who I was, mm -hmm. which there's a lot of reasons to do that. I mean, I had a tenant show up at my house one time in a lawsuit. Right. The, he he was in like pre-law, and he thought that uh, you know he was subpoenaing me, and he he gave it. He subpoenaed my wife. <laughs> and it, it was awkward, right? Because that he showed up on my personal property. Um. It, it was just awkward. So certainly, yeah. certainly, if you wanted to be an anonymous landlord, yeah, it's very easy to do, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. oh yeah, we have plenty of clients. I mean, we never. A lot of our clients, we don't. The tenants don't know who they are. We're just right. referring to them as the owners group, which is an arbitrary. They have no idea who they are. Mm -hmm. hmm. And so the only thing that you would have to pay traditionally would be to rent the place out, right? Like, right. like yeah. you still have to pay a commission for that. Right. And we have, um, in fact, it's funny because you're talking to your real estate agents that are listening to the show. I would tell you, we have a very good, yeah. strong relationship with real estate agents because we're not looking to cut into their space and they're not looking to do the, the management end that we do. They don't want to talk to that tenant. And yet they want to service their client. Maybe their client is someone that's going to continue to buy more properties with them, continue to invest with them. So they're trying to provide the best possible service. They want to be the leasing agent, but they're afraid if they give it to full service, all of a sudden they're going to lose their client and, and he's going to start using, or he or she would start using that um, property manager as the leasing agent and all of a sudden they're out of the deal. They're cut out. And then what about um, when you're dealing, like some of mine, uh, some of my other ones that I have are section eight, right? Is there additional charges if they're a little different than normal? Yeah, that might be on our 2019 yeah. price list. 
Oh, I see. You, you right like that. Really and I didn't mean I didn't mean the um the 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 tenant. I meant the the, the section uh, eight sure. the the yeah. government, right? Yeah. Because you got to deal with the government with inspections. You got to deal with the government with. You no, know, the tenant's not paying, and you got to go to them, and then they, they, you fail inspection, and then you know, then the government doesn't pay, you know, and that's certainly some work. And, yeah, and and please just don't mistake our laughter for anything more than that. That's yeah. exactly yeah. what we were yeah. referring yeah. to. That yeah. there is so much more paperwork involved that we really should be looking at making a separate fee for those. Yes, there, you know, and but all right now, no, right now. Right Maybe now, I, should get, I should get mine in now and lock it in. Sign up today. Yeah, I'm going to call it the Hyben uh, housing. <laughs> <laughs> that right. is a lot of um, where our technology piece comes in as well, because we make sure that we're in those housing portals, and we can see all the inspections online, and we can see what needs to be done. We can see all the payments online. So if our landlords aren't using those portals, that's something that streamlines their business a little bit more. If we put them in those portals, and then and then tell me, like the people at home are thinking, okay, well, you know, how are you? What state are you in? Where are you guys located? We're just outside of Chicago, Illinois, so we're in Illinois. Okay. So how are these guys in Chicago going to know a good handyman and a good electrician, plumber, that sort of thing, in Tupelo, Mississippi, right where um, my rentals are? Let's say. I'm going to answer that that's a relationship with the owner. So, no, that's not, quote, unquote, on us. And I would say my owners would not want us necessarily to pick that out. Um, what they pay their maintenance um, vendors, plumbers, et cetera, is between them, the two of them. We do not get involved in that payment whatsoever. So they look to us as partners maybe if they need to find a new plumber we certainly have in the past helped them. That's not like, I'll call it our area. Um, but generally they make those relationships and that's another feature they like. So if we go back to that example where we were saying that the man is located in Georgia and he's their head guy, he's the go-to guy for all the leasing, he's also the go-to guy for all her subcontractors. Let's refer him to that way. So whether it be the plumber or whatever, those are his relationships. So whatever the, I'll call it, correct fee is. Because, you know, landlords, as you probably know, or maybe your investors know, they don't want to spend a lot. It's not like a home, right? So you're not going to fix it to the same level. And we often even say, even with a home, uh, you know, there's certain expenses that have to be deferred. Everybody doesn't just have a checkbook for whatever. So usually they're very price sensitive on the contractors and they don't want us just opening up a phone book and sending out somebody, you know. Oh, do you open up a phone book anymore? We'll edit that out because that'll make you look bad. What? So, uh, yeah, but we get the point. A figure of speech. Yes, exactly, exactly. They don't want to Google search on that one. That's neat. That's neat. So let, let's talk about the electronic lock boxes. So, and, and this I think is going to go over to real estate sales, you know, I, 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 that I've heard of it hasn't, but I don't know why. So with electronic lock boxes, guys, what's happening is, you know, there's services now, and I think you guys are one, right? Or you know, you know of some that, that are where basically, you know, you want to see the house at 123 Franklin Street, there's an app you get or you go to a website, uh, you take a picture of your driver's license, you take a picture of a credit card, 
they may or may not charge your credit card. They may charge it 10 bucks just to prove that you're serious. I know a couple of things where this is happening. Like if, if anybody's rented those birds or limes, those little scooters that you see in the major cities and, and, and wondered how, why they're so easy for people to pick up and drop off, you essentially, you download the app, you take a picture of your credit card and you take a picture of your driver's license to prove you're 16, old enough to drive and you're on your way literally within three minutes. And uh, the same thing is true for like my daughter, uh, got a job with WAG, which is basically like an Uber for dog walking, right? Like they, someone needs a dog walk now, right? You can't schedule it. You want it now or soon. It goes there and then it pings all the waggers nearby until one accepts it like an Uber and then you could go over there and walk the dog. Now, here's the thing. She had to take a picture of her driver's license, a credit card, and she had to pay $25. And she asked me, Last night, she said, why do you think I had to pay an application fee, $25? And I said, well, they wanted to make sure you were serious. Like, they don't want people just signing up for WAG, and then they have to have to go, the ping go like 12 different places before they find a dog walker, because all these people think, all these college kids are going to think it's a great idea and then never want to do it. Right. They want you to put some of your blood in it so that yeah. you're serious, and then you'll accept it to try to earn that 25 back, you know? So I think it goes the same way for these electronic lockboxes. They want you to pay $10 to so put your money where your mouth is. If you really want to see this house and you're a serious tenant and the rent's too grand, you yeah. know, clearly it could be worth 10 bucks to look at the inside. And if you're too cheap and you don't want to pay the 10 bucks, then, you know, just look at the photos online. That's free. Right? <laughs> You know, the photos online are free. The only reason you want to see the inside is to test the shower pressure, to see if the, the, your bed is going to fit in the master bedroom, things like that, which means you're pretty serious. So tell me about these. How many of your landlords are using these? And, and is, is, do you think this is the way of the future? Do you think this will go over to real estate salespeople? I, I do. Yeah. I definitely, we have a few, we have a few different examples you want to jump in. Apex. One of our clients um, uses Rently, so we have access to that. So we see that they have, I mean, probably 50 houses right now that I can think of. Um, 50 houses yeah. on what? Rently? It's called Rently. Rently. Yes. Yep. So they use that particular one, um, and it has all those codes there. And you can log right in and change them. You know, you can adjust them right through that login that you have. You can go on your phone, obviously, on the computer, whatever. We can even can you can even cancel the code. Yeah, so yeah. If, if you had some bad feelings, whatever, it, you know, you've got time to go, go ahead and cancel it. And then I was thinking of the ones that we have some switching over to uh, Airbnb. Oh, He's using them very yeah, successful. Yeah. They're very popular in that industry. Uh, the Airbnb, yeah. you know, people that are taking yeah, rentals them every week. So. Yeah. And, and that's a good example of why they're getting adapted so readily because that's not like what, uh, uh, you know, us in the rental uh, community would consider, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Personal. You're not going to go do a showing, give somebody yeah, the right, keys. Right. Like they sign up, they want the place, they're yeah. coming in Friday at midnight. Now it's, like, now it's inefficient, right? Like, yeah. like I, my daughter, my other daughter and I went uh, to Croatia uh, recently and you know, we stayed at Airbnbs. We probably stayed at five different Airbnbs and um, all of them, but one of them, somebody met us there, right? Gave us the keys, walked us around, showed us where everything was. 
one of them had a, a little beep, 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 electronic lock. Yeah. That just, yeah. We didn't care as long as it worked, you know? Right. That's what, I, that's what we're seeing used. They're using that. And those are some nicer communities outside of the Chicago area. And they're um, converting some of those properties over to the Airbnb, you know, just for, I'll call it occasional use. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're not having anybody need them there. Because yeah. they're kind of, I'll describe them as kind of young professionals or, or like yourself. They're, taking, they're there with their kids for a graduation. We see it being used for that. Right. They just want the code. They're right. not looking for anybody at the desk. They just want to come in, get it, like you said, get in the house. Now, he has also the set of cameras. So if that, he's got everything. If anything goes wrong, it pings his cell phone. He's got noise. Yeah, you put noise detectors in the house. Wait a minute. Let me slow this down. Is this the Airbnb guy or is this the guy with 50 rentals that's renting them year to year? Well, okay, I'll slow it down and back it up and say a little of both. So what we're describing right now is the Airbnb guy. He's really your long-term landlord that's just doing a smattering here and there. Um, You know, I'll call it kind of off-season. And he's the one with the sensors, with the um, with the noise. noise. I, it really was great. Like I, I can't wait till I see that in all the rentals. Because again, when the cost of entry comes down, we're going to see more and more of that in multifamilies. What's the benefit to a noise? De- I mean, I mean, um, what's the benefit to that, right? Um, I'm going to say that he said, she said, in the multifamilies. You know, my neighbors making too much noise. It's a very cool monitor. It shows like what a sleeping level noise should be, what conversational level noise should be, what TV level noise should be, and then obviously once it exceeds that, it's a party, Pat. They need to know. So, they, and they, these you know. noise these noise sensors are inside the house. Yeah, and they so, will. So they will go off. Let's say he sets it at, and, and I have no idea. Let's say he sets it at seven, right? And and you have a party. <laughs> and it goes to seven and a half, eight, right? Which probably would happen at like, you know, the beginning of the party. And then, <laughs> and then it beeps him out. It beeps him. And what's he do? He, he's, he calls him and it's like, yo. Yeah, he absolutely. Because remember, if it's a multifamily building, or even even if it's single family, you know how that is. He, he wants to get the call before the neighbor or the police call, right? Because those are the next two calls, you know, even with your single family's rentals. It's not that the police were driving by. Somebody called them, and somebody said, "There's something going on next door." You know, get on okay. it. I mean, I could use that in my, you know, my college properties. I get tickets all the time. the The way the way it works in the city, at University of Maryland, is the landlord gets billed proportionate to the tenant. So if they get a five hundred dollar fine, I get a five hundred dollar fine. And we've written in our lease that that they cover our half, right? So we've never really had to pay it, but it isn't, it, it, you know, it certainly doesn't serve me, right, to, to have party houses. As a member of the Rockstar Nation, you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool. An item of utility that real estate agents can use to drastically increase their sales and profits. Some of the things that have been brought have been ebooks, forms, reports, negotiating techniques, hiring guides, postcards, checklists, open house secrets, newsletters that are sent out, sphere of influence forms, referral request forms, 
And the list goes on and on. If you would like to get this free toolbox full of items of utility, simply go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox. That's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply text toolbox to 444-999. That's toolbox to 444-999. It's something that's interesting then too, even if in the event, you know, if somebody got called on and you're sitting there saying, well, I have, you know, this detector in my house and that noise will never went above seven. So I'm not sure why did the neighbor call? It's just good to have that documentation and that record for yourself. Yeah. Certainly if you have apartments or condos or townhouses, if you have a townhouse, what's that technology called? Uh, I don't have the name. I'll get you that name. Okay. I've actually had yeah. to open it and read it. it. Yeah. He gives us a login, but I don't have the name on that. That's fascinating. Yeah. yeah. We we were equally as fascinated. We thought it should go everywhere. Because yeah. we're you know, because remember we're in the middle of hearing that, oh, they made so much noise. Well, did they? Yeah. You know, I'd love to have more of those around. Well, I really think that the whole concept of um of the real estate agent, whether it be showing rentals or showing houses has a lot of similarities. And, and, you know, where before the agent was the one that had to write the, you pay him a month's rent, which I think is, is potentially, I may disrupt on mine in this whole thought process because I pay a month's rent, right? I have, I have salaried people that I could pay a hundred bucks to, to oversee it with electronic lock boxes, right? Or it could just be part of people's jobs to oversee the, the records of an electronic lockbox. I don't, I, don't I don't know if I should pay a month's rent. But, but anyways, the thought process was you paid an agent to do the rental, to MLS it, and then you paid another half for someone to bring the tenant in. Then, you, then, then you know, they had to meet the people out there. Then they had to write the lease. Then they had to collect the checks. Then they had to do a security. To, uh, they had to do a, a credit report. There's all this work. And now you know, pretty much all that work is, is becoming electronic and they don't have to meet the people anymore to sign the lease. It's all electronic. They, 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 now they don't have to meet them at the property. So it, it only makes sense that that would fizzle, right? And then let's talk about that on the, the real estate sales side of it, right? If, if the, the agent now doesn't have to, you know, write the contract and go over it with them face to face. They don't have to show them if they, if they got these electronic lock boxes. <laughs> I mean, on the buyer end, you know, it's, I just wonder what's going to be left. You know, there's certainly a counseling process that happens. Yeah. And you know, and I'm an advocate for the, the agent or the leasing agent in either role, whether it be sales or leasing, they certainly do bring value to the table. Yes, but you might be saying that because they're a referral source for you. No, 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 no. I mean this sincerely. But I do think they have to rethink, and of of course it's not feeding my family, but I do think they have to rethink the pricing structure as it is Mm -hmm. because now they are going to get more and more tools that should take the friction out of that process it will never be a friction-free process, but you're right. Should, should there be, you know, is this what Gary Keller and all the others are spouting, that, you know, there, there is another way and technology's got to be a piece of this way and we've got to 
start to open our minds to that, you know? Yeah, especially with the millennials, like you said. You know what I mean? They're never going to get a checkbook. Right. Right? They're never going to get a, you know. Generation Z. Generation Z. Eight seconds or less is their attention span. So you're not even going to get them to pay attention to you that long. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. I mean, they, yeah, they just don't care that they just don't care that it's all robots and it's well, all. And you know they what? prefer it. Right. Yeah. And the next thing that I'd say is going to be, a, I think, a real disruptor, and I think a scary disruptor, we see it a little bit, is this, um, nobody really stops and thinks social media, let's call it, for um, customer service. Mm -hmm. So, like, when you take your, you know, Rebus University and you throw it out there, you're posting things, right? You're, po you're promoting and posting but now all of a sudden when you have somebody that's like, oh, I didn't like that class, like that's what we're starting to see in the big multifamilies. And now you've got to like have somebody's job just to react to that because this particular generation coming has never like picked up a phone to say, you know, what's the help desk? Who do I call? They're just going to go start <laughs> spouting stuff, you know, as quick and as fast as they can, whether it be right or wrong. So like, Social reputation. I think we're going to see a lot of, you know, well, I'll say. So like rate your landlord. What what are the what are the apps for that? Is there? Do you know rateyourlandlord.com or something like that? Apartmentratings.com. I, I guess I don't know if that's your landlord. I mean, I've heard one. That's landlords yeah. and renters. They're talking about. We we spoke to somebody at a conference that was talking about making some sort of oh, software yeah, yeah. that oh, has right. you rate. Yeah. You rate the landlord, and the landlords are rating renters. Right. Like, yeah. you don't want this person. They were in my unit, and, right. you know, I gave them a one-star because of blah, 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 blah. That Similar, what they're saying is following the, um, what am I thinking, Uber, following that category where you yeah, rate Yeah, where you Uber rate them and they rate you because, because um, you know, this has been an issue, I think, for a long time. Leases, you know, don't show up on your credit report. Right. Right? So a lot of people will pay you know, will pay their car payment before their rent. Right. Um, right. And yeah. a That's lot, a you know? Yeah, it's a good point. They do have software, speaking of that, rent reporters, um, yeah. especially in the areas that you're talking about where 2000 or more for rent, it's like an extra, I don't think it's $10 a month, and you get your tenant to sign up for that right to begin with, and it automatically is going to like Experian. I think that mm -hmm. one's by Experian. Um, and it, it records it for their credit bureau then. But they're paying they for have it. To pay for it. They have to pay for it. Okay, time. so so what you're saying is the tenant pays an extra say $120 a year. Yeah. And if they pay their rent late, <laughs> yeah, they're reporting themselves. It shows up on their credit report. Well, let's say I, I, I would think it's going to attract those that want to pay yeah. on time. Yeah. They're good tenants. Right. As you just said, it's not getting a credit history out of it. And so, uh, yeah, yeah, like the young professionals, if they're, yeah. if everything the news is telling us and less and less people are owning and they're renting, well, we're sophisticated, educated buyers that are saying, wait a second, I want some credit for this yeah. history of what I'm doing Especially here. Especially people that live downtown and don't have a right. car or something to be having yeah. on that credit report and boosting their credit. So they, they need something like a rent reporters or certainly if I was that leasing agent, I'd be selling that feature. So it help yeah, so it helps them as much as it could hurt them. Right. Yeah. Right. And it and it shows up not now you 
as the property manager would submit it? Do you submit it to the right. service or what do you do? Let, let's say yeah. someone is, someone's paying that 120 a year and they, one of their tenants is late. What do you guys do? It, it's even that it's, we have to report it through the rent reporters. Like they, in other words, they set up like, I don't know what you'd say, a login, a portal yeah. that you're going to go in and report that everybody's and You guys will do that? Right, exactly. They've paid the your service. Yeah, well, there's some like, great ideas here. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's I mean, great. It's something that stands out to you then in that tenant screening process that can be hard if somebody is very much not interested in subscribing to that to mean possible red flag. Right, like you're in a community from what you've described that they should be embracing that. That should be, yeah. I mean, and the, and the landlord could just pay it themselves, certainly $10 a month out of the two grand a month they're collecting or they can jack the rent up to two thousand and ten dollars if they want right. to be sort of silly yeah. but you know and they make it part of that electronic packet because they do have to sign off on that right. yeah, yeah, they, yeah they, they wanted it you can require it as a landlord but I you could require it but then they could like right. not pay it one month and then right right you know, yeah. Yeah. i think yeah. it's better if you have control because then yes. you know what i mean yeah just, just budget it in just like you're budgeting yeah. in the security system, the noise detector, yep, exactly, you know, right. the electronic Cost. lock, all that stuff. You know, you budget yeah. all that into your rent. Mm -hmm. Cost of doing business, yeah, for sure. That's awesome. Hey, well, this is this this has been really fun. It, I mean, my head is spinning here. So, <laughs> you know, everybody that comes on the show, as you know, uh, now I think the last two episodes we didn't have this, but now we have. You know, we started this thing called the Agent Success Toolbox, where. Everybody that listens gets access to this toolbox, and inside of it, we have, you know, over a hundred free gifts that people have brought. And I'm also going to put it on your show notes. So, so what will happen is all your contact information. And guys, if you want to reach out and find out how how to get more information on Secure Pay, right? That that's what you got. I know you got Libby's landlord coaching and all this stuff, but you still, you still is the main company still Secure Pay. Yes, and or they could go to the the other website that maybe we've described more is my landlord helper. And that'll like be fine. That. I like yeah. that too. Yeah, I almost think you guys need to change your name to something like just like one word, like a four letter, five letter word that's like a brand. You know what I mean? It's like a disruptive brand. Because uh, <laughs> secure pay is more about the payment. Yeah, we didn't even yes. talk about, but because with Venmo and everything now, it's it's a no brainer. It's almost like not disruptive anymore, right? Right, I'm, exactly. Yeah. I just said that. I was just speaking yesterday, and that's what I said. ACH yeah. almost seems like a slow method of payment now. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. I mean, and, and there's a lot of companies that do it besides you guys. I think Cozy. I think that's who I use on mine is Cozy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, so um, okay, so. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to just put, uh, but I still am going to call, I'm going to make this easy. Okay. So I'm going to, this is going to be on hybendigital.com Libby, L-I-B-B-Y three. <laughs> hybendigital.com L-I-B-B-Y three. And uh, all of Linda's information, all of uh, Megan's and Javon, Sia Bahan. No, no. <laughs> all the Siobhan's, uh, you know, the whole team, you know, whatever's, you can reach out to them there and you could also get their free gift there. But by the way, what is your free gift? With the free gift is the ultimate um, guide to rent collection. 
So those that are having any trouble with collecting rent, you know. And then if you want, we can mention the book. I mean, that'll be up to you. I can yeah, and I'm gonna, by the way, they're going to mention a book, but I'm also going to put a link to it on hybendigital.com backslash Libby3. Well, go ahead. Tell me about the book you guys wrote. Here, you can hold that up. Uh, we've got a team book. We've got an award last year. Should you bring that I in? Love it. Landlord Secrets. Yeah, there you go. Well, that's Landlord a good name, by the way. I love that name. You like that one? <laughs> so, yeah. It, so, last year, the picture is an award uh, that we received last year for our um, property management technology. I'll call it Style and being the disruptor. So, it was really kind of exciting. So we used it to kind of put together this book and put in all of our secrets. Awesome. And I'll put a link to where you guys can pick up that book in there as well, as well as their uh, free gift. And it will be also put in our Agent Success Toolbox, which can be found on hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or texting the word toolbox to 444-999. Guys, listen, this has been a blast. I really appreciate you coming on. Megan, Siobhan, and Linda. I really appreciate the whole team jumping on. Everybody contributed there. And uh, let's stay in touch and uh, keep talking. I love this stuff. Very good. Yeah, we did too. Thank you Thank so you. much. It was our honor. Honestly, it was great. A lot of fun. Thank you so much for tuning in to Real Estate Rockstars. If this free content is giving you a ton of value, I want to ask a small favor in return. I need you to pull out your pointing finger and hit the subscribe button. Yes, hit subscribe, please. The more subscribers that we get on Real Estate Rockstars, the better guests are attracted to the shows. We'll get more guests from the top companies, from the top teams, and even more celebrity guests like Robert Kiyosaki and Barbara Corcoran. Also, if you're not a member of our free Facebook group, go to Real Estate Rockstars Radio right on Facebook and join the conversation. I'm on there myself on FaceTime Lives, and we have a lot of communications and questions about the show, and I'd love to see you there. And it's free. People ask me all the time, where am I on social media? I'm real easy to find. Just type in my name. My IG is I am Pat Hyben. It is blowing up on Instagram, adding tons of subscribers. And I'm on there probably twice a day. So definitely follow me on Instagram as well as everywhere else. Thanks again for listening and keep rocking. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.